The good news is that you don't need to sit down and read the Bible from cover to cover in one massive chunk. All you need to do is read it one bit at a time. G'day everyone, my name is Mark Schroeder and welcome to Schroeder's Bible Bits. I'm a college chaplain and my job is to teach children and youth the wonderful truths that are found in God's Word, the Bible. I speak at chapels, at youth services, at church services, I teach at kids clubs and lunchtime Bible groups. Uh, At all of these places, I always teach from the Bible because I'm convinced that from the Bible, we get to learn about God and how He has loved us and how He has saved us through Jesus. Tune in and continue to learn about Jesus for yourself, not in one chunk, but bit by bit. G'day everyone, welcome to another podcast. This one is on the second talk for uh, Senior School Chapel on Luke's Gospel. Um, This one I focus in on chapter 3 of Luke's Gospel and it's all about the little uh, family tree or genealogy um, that we find in Luke chapter 3. And we say that it's interesting because Jesus has a surprising genealogy because we find that he's actually not just a son of of Joseph, uh, but Jesus is also the son of God. Uh, G'day Senior School, Uh, welcome to the second chapel talk on Luke's Gospel. I hope you're doing all really well. Uh, I really miss uh, teaching you in chapel, uh, just in the worship centre and actually in person. Um, And and I hope that you're able to cope uh, with this different change and you're just bearing with us with patience as we continue to move through our chapel series in an online way. Now, in your house tutor, uh, I hope that you've been reading slowly through Luke's gospel as this term has begun. And if you've done so, you've probably read a part in Luke's gospel, which can often seem to be one of those really boring bits. Uh, The bits that you just sort of think, oh, well, do we have to actually read this part of the Bible or can we just skim over it and know, generally speaking, what that is? And what I'm talking about is in Luke chapter 3, uh, verse 23 to 38, um, we get this like genealogy, um, which explains to us something about Jesus. And, And it goes like this. It says, now Jesus himself was about 30 years old when he began his ministry. He was the son, so it was thought of, and then it goes, right, of Joseph, the son of Heli, the son of Metat, the son of Levi, the son of Malachi, the son of Janai, the son of Joseph, the son of Matthias, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of Eli, and it keeps on going and going and going and going and going. Just goes on, and it says even the son of Joshua and the son of Eliza and Joram and Metat and Levi and the son of Simeon, the son of Judah and the son of Joseph. And it keeps going and going and going. It even says the son of David, the son of Jesse, the son of Obed, the son of Boaz. And it keeps on going. The son of Judah, the son of Jacob. And it keeps on going. The son of Noah, of the son of Lamech, of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, of Jared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Kenan, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. This is one of those moments in the Bible that we read and we come across and you're like, I caramba, I can't even say these names. And to be honest, sometimes it's hard enough to read the Bible, let alone to read through a family tree just like this. 
But actually, that part there in Luke chapter 3 is actually quite an important part that we should read and we should actually pause for a moment and think about. And so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to pause and we're going to think a little bit about those couple of verses in Luke chapter 3, which talk to us about a surprising pedigree of Jesus. A while ago, my wife and kids and I, we went out and we bought a new dog. Uh, His name is Silas. Uh, And Silas looks like this. Uh, He's a pretty cool looking dog. He's pretty shaggy and uh, he's quite big. Actually, if he was here with me right now, I mean, his head's probably about here. Uh, He's big, he's brown, he's scruffy, he's got wiry sort of a coat. And the thing is about Silas is he is a mixed breed dog. We just got him, uh, we, we found him on, on Pet Rescue. Uh, and then we, uh, Pet Rescue put us on to an organization called Fetching Dogs. Uh, and Fetching Dogs um, found Silas out west uh, and they adopted him. And then we found him and we bought him and he became our dog. The thing is, he's such an interesting looking dog. And in fact, check him out when he was a puppy. Uh, he was super, super cute. And people would always ask us, What sort of dog is he? What's his breed? Uh, And so what I did is I Googled and I found this place called Via Pet Guard. And Via Pet Guard, they do DNA testing for dogs. I know, right? Who knew it existed? But anyway, it does. Uh, And so I could send in um, a, a cheek swab of my dog and some hair samples, and they run it through their system, and they line it up with all the other dog DNAs that they've got in their system, and they can figure out more or less what dogs uh, go make my dog. What, what is his pedigree? What is his history? What's his family tree like? And after a few weeks, they sent back a pedigree uh, document about my dog. Um, There's Silas and it tells me about his mum's side and his dad's side right down to his grandparents and even his great-great-grandparents. And I've found out that in my dog, his pedigree includes, right, just includes on both sides, he's got Border Collie, Australian Shepherd, German Shepherd, German Short-Haired Pointer, Poodle, Cocker Spaniel. But wait, oh no, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's all of his mix. That's crazy, right? So one, two, three four, five, six different dogs go into the breed of my dog because over generations, that's what's been into him. Now, what's really interesting is I got that and I Googled it and I Googled some of those dog mixtures and I found out that it's pretty safe to say that my dog is a poodle pointer or or a puddle pointer, depending on where you live, that's how you pronounce it. And he is presenting as a German short head pointer cross with a poodle. This is a dog that's bred on purpose in some parts of the world. Anyway, he's a cool dog, but it's been really interesting to find out what his pedigree is and to find out that, in fact, he has a surprising pedigree, uh, one that we didn't expect uh, whatsoever. Well, actually, as we look at this, uh, this family tree of Jesus, we discover that he's got somewhat of a surprising pedigree. Uh, And we can see that there's a whole bunch of people that are in Jesus's family line that are really quite interesting. Here are some of the names that Luke brings out in this this family tree of this genealogy of Jesus. That Jesus is the son of Joseph, uh, but then also of, and as you look down the list, you should see some of these names pop up, um, uh, of David, of Jacob, of Isaac, of Abraham, of Noah, of Enoch. And even of Adam, Adam from Adam and Eve, back there in the Garden of Eden. 
Here we've got these names, and these are significant people in the history of God's people. Some of these guys are the the patriarchs, the guys who received covenant promises of God, big promises of God, like Abraham. Abraham was told by God that through him, somebody was going to come. His offspring was going to come, and they were going to be a blessing to all people everywhere. So this is significant, right? Significant people in history, people who have been receivers of promise, people who have built God's kingdom, even people like Noah, who was like a savior, more or less, of the world, right? He saved the world from total annihilation during the flood. But most significantly, this family tree that we've got here is a surprising genealogy of Jesus because it shows us that Jesus himself is actually connected to God. We learn here in the Bible that Jesus is, in fact, as it says in verse 38, he's the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. This is huge news. This is massive. This is a big deal. Jesus, the king, has arrived. He is the the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. Jesus is the son of God. Here in this genealogy, what we have is a reminder of God's promise to Israel and, in fact, to all humanity. A reminder that Jesus, this son of Adam, the son of God, it says here in the Bible, is both the true son of God and he is also a true man. And he has come as the son of Abraham, a son of David. And so Jesus has come and he fulfills many great and ancient and important promises from God to humanity. Now, this list, however, is also a list, yes, of important, significant people of God's people, but it's also a list of terribly flawed people. And while it's a list of people like David and Abraham who were big and impressive characters, these guys were also terribly flawed. You know, David, yes, he was a great king, but do you know David made a terrible moral decision? David, later on in 2 Samuel, he decides to steal another man's wife and take her as his own. You see, this family tree, yes, it was a remarkable family tree and it did hold some pretty significant people. But this family tree isn't just remarkable for its righteous history. We actually see that this family tree highlights for us that Jesus came from a very imperfect world. And not just from an imperfect world, but Jesus came for an imperfect world. Jesus came from a family tree which wasn't perfect, but he himself is perfect. And so Jesus is the one who is able to come and to save the world from the consequences of our moral and spiritual weakness. Jesus has come to save us from our disregard of God. Jesus has come to save the world from our, from our sin. You see, this is good news for us. Time and time again, we fail God's standard, don't we? Time and time again, we choose not to listen to God and his word. And so the Bible teaches us that because we have a disregard of God and his word, that, well, we deserve a punishment. And the Bible says that that punishment is death. But the good news of the gospel, the good news about Jesus is that Jesus came. God's son came. God's son here was born for us. And Jesus is the perfect one who is both God and man. 
Jesus came and he is the eternal saviour and the eternal king. He arrived. He is from the line of David and he has come to save us, to save you. Broughton, the good news for us is that because of Jesus, we now belong to God's family. As we look at a family tree like this, maybe you start to think about your own family tree. And you think about the family tree that you belong to. You think about your parents and your great-grandparents and your great-great-grandparents. Maybe you even know a lot about your ancestry and the great-great-great-great-great-grandparents that came years and years and years and years ago. But as you remember that, I want you to realize today that you do not become part of God's family because of your own family tree and your own family heritage here on earth. But you become part of God's family because of the heritage that you have as somebody who believes in Jesus. You see, it's because of Jesus that we can become sons or we can become children of God. That's what the Bible teaches us. Something that I've enjoyed thinking about as looking at this passage is that we see here that Jesus, the Son of God, became a son of Adam. That's what we learn here. But he became a son of Adam so that we sons of Adam, that we might become sons of God. And this is what the Bible teaches us in John 3.16, isn't it? That God loved us so much that he sent Jesus for us. So that no one would perish, but so that we would have eternal life. You see, all we've got to do is we've just got to believe in Jesus so that we could become sons of God and so that we can belong to God, so that we can belong with him in heaven forever, so that we can have eternal life. What we need to think about today is this. We've learnt that Jesus had a very surprising pedigree and it's based on Jesus and his surprising pedigree that we can belong to God. And so do you belong to God today? Do you believe in Jesus? Do you belong to life forever with God in heaven? I pray that you do. And also pray and hope that today you have a great day remembering that because of Jesus, you belong to God. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can get in contact with me via Twitter at MRK Schroeder or on the Anchor app you can actually leave a voice message I'd love you to do that and I might include it in the next podcast catch you later